0: what up man you drunk no nope just excited you'd hate me i hell i hate me
1: i already do (laughs)
0: Hello again. Welcome to Cal Park Bros. I'm your host, Terrence. With me is my co-host from Indianapolis is Jason. Jason, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm fantastic. Hopefully everyone's doing pretty well and yourself as well, Terrence. Thank
0: you, Jason. I'm doing great. Good. Jason, did something amazing happened. And we are Apple Podcast official. So for, yes. those, for those of you that have listened to the first three episodes, thank you. We, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, please continue to keep listening. Um, if you have feedback, please continue to share with us. If you have a review of the podcast, you loved it, you hated it, you know, share that too. Because there's no such thing as bad attention here at Cal Park Bros. Um, but we, we are happy to announce that we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, um, your grocer's freezer, coming soon as well. Hell, we might have been at the Rainbow in Calumet Park if it was still open.
1: Hey, you know what? Rainbow was a fantastic establishment. Had everything you needed. It was good for local local grocery store. I still remember it to this day. Every time I drive by the building where it used to be, or whatever the business is now. I always get fond memories, and my my heart just warms up so much. Rainbows, we miss you. Come back whenever you're ready, Cal Park.
0: Yeah, you know if Ultra Foods was still open, we would have been at that motherfucker too.
1: They so. closed that down. Say what? Yeah. Yes.
0: Wow.
1: They did. Wow. Wow. That, that's that's not good. To, I don't like hearing that, but I guess this business got to happen. I guess.
0: Yeah, that was that was a couple of years ago, actually. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, but enough about. Failed, failed businesses of the past, I prefer to talk about a failed business of the present. And that is the desk of Donald J. Trump. <laughs> uh, um, uh, for those of you not in the know, apparently uh, Facebook has decided that they're going to keep uh, Donald Trump off of Facebook for a little bit longer. Um, I'm personally relieved because that, the shit that went down in January was absurd. And I don't want to encourage that level of fuckery from anybody, whether it's uh, former presidents, uh, current United States citizens, children, you name it. So uh, personally, I'm glad that he's still on double-secret probation, and he'll have to complain about it on Parlor. So Jason, what, what are your thoughts about this?
1: So you mentioned this the other day about You know, Trump being, you know, booted off Facebook and banned or whatnot. I really didn't know what you're talking about, didn't know what happened. Uh, Of course, I looked into it now. And for those of you who also weren't aware, uh, back on January 6th, I believe, which is right around the time of the Capitol riots that happened, apparently Trump was on Facebook and had a video uploaded to where he was making statements that Facebook looked at as potentially inciting, you know, violence and riots. So they quickly banned him from Facebook. Um, but more recently, what which is what Terrence was referring to is that the Facebook oversight committee decided to basically uphold and or defend the suspension that was made by Facebook and Zuckerberg and things like that. Uh, however, one thing I do want to point out is one thing they did also mention to Facebook is that they need to make more clear rules when it comes to banning and Facebook jail, as people call it and whatnot like that. And, Particularly, they also said that they need to create a time frame for how long these suspensions actually are when it comes to Trump in particular, that they can't really suspend him indefinitely because that's not something on their current rule books. So, But to answer your question, uh, I can't say I'm excited or not excited about it, but the one thing I will say is that it's good to know that Trump and anybody like him in his position or in the height of power or whatever, or I guess in this case, like thereof. now, that they're not any different than Joe Schmo, me and you, or anybody else on our friends list when it comes to, if he can get banned, then so can all of us. And I think I'm sure that a lot of people listening to us, either they themselves or know someone that has been either warned about being put in Facebook jail, or they've been put in Facebook jail, or they've been completely shut down from Facebook altogether like Trump. Uh, I myself have been put in the warned category, so I haven't been put in jail or anything worse yet. But after seeing everyone else talk about Facebook jail, I now feel the, the the heat a little bit when it comes to the warning and the reach of Facebook has when it comes to that. So when I hear Trump getting banned from Facebook, for the moment at least, I think it's probably just due desserts for Trump based on all the other stuff that you know he said while he was actually the president that probably – should've got him banned at that point. Now maybe the fact that he was president at the time is why that he didn't get banned, but maybe now he's seeing that now that you ain't in power no more, maybe we can knock you down a peg or two. Now we knock you out the seat of power in the first place. So, so that's my initial thoughts when I found out and look more into Trump getting Facebooked, as I've been saying the last couple of days. So
0: nice. <laughs> yeah. I've never been in Facebook jail. Uh, shout out to Akon. Uh, but, uh, I do find it fascinating that now in this new new version of Facebook they they literally went from letting pretty much any fucking thing go during during the Obama years I mean I've I've literally like deleted people off of some of the shit I saw, some really racist ass memes, literally trying to, you know, compare Michelle Obama to a fucking monkey, um, to where like, okay, this person is literally on their seventh account. <laughs> Why are they allowed to interact on the interwebs on Zuckerberg's uh, Zuckerberg's uh, uh, platform? Um, so they went from one extreme where they were basically letting anything fly, to now. They're trying to have some guardrails on this fucking thing. And they're trying, to, they're trying to feel it out. I mean, an oversight board makes sense. They, they said, you know, oversight board basically said, hey, if we're going to start having a legitimate oversight board, then we're going to have to start establishing some, some on the books, by the way, not um, off the books, so to speak. We're going to have to establish some ground rules because guess what? Donald Trump is not going to be the first asshole to be fucking booted off social media. Okay, so there's going to be most likely somebody after the fact, and yeah, they probably should have something documented to say, okay, here's how we deal with these things when these things come up. You know, these things should evolve. So, uh, I for one, I mean, after the election (laughs) and after the inauguration, I I do feel that. In some ways, it wasn't that Trump was inciting violence, because he totally was. <laughs> he totally was. But that wasn't really the fucking cardinal sin, okay, Jason? The real cardinal sin is he tried to say that, that shit wasn't legit when he got his ass kicked.
1: Well, I mean, that's that's Donald Trump being in total denial of anything, which he's done probably his entire life, let alone the last four years before this last uh, this last election, you know. Changing of the guard, but um, but yeah, he, he's not going to be the last, and clearly wasn't the first, as I mentioned. But I was very kind of interested to know that, even find out that Facebook even had an oversight committee in the first place, which, like you said, it's probably a good, good thing to have based on you know some stuff people do post. And I know what you mean when it comes to you know things that might have happened in the previous four years to Donald Trump when it comes to what people posted, not even just about Hashem Obama, but really about anything. Uh, They've gotten a little out of control. And as someone who has said some out a of little, control, well, 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 from somebody who said some out of control stuff on, on their Facebook pages, you know, when he was like younger, and a little more immature and a little more, you know, you know, brazen. But, um, but uh, I definitely can see the point of having that committee to make sure people are, aren't going getting out of control. Now, one thing I will say is yes, I do agree with the oversight committee that they need them create more clear rules in regards to what is or what isn't inappropriate. Because, as I mentioned earlier, I've been warned once about, you know, post things that, that I've been posted. And this is pretty recently within the last month or so. And just to, just for a little bit of insight into that specifically, in one of the groups I'm in on Facebook, which is a sports group, you know, there was a post made in there uh, of Michael Rappaport, who, who if you don't know, is a famous actor who's known for being a huge uh, fan of the New York City sports teams, including like the Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. So in that, he's very boisterous, boisterous and very out there with his opinions, which can be good. But in this case, he was making a comment about Kevin Durant, who's currently on the Brooklyn Nets. So there's a little bit of beef between those guys on social media. And this post was kind of talking about that. It was a picture of Michael Rappaport. And in one of the comments on that post was, who made Michael Rappaport someone worth listening to? That was their post, and they posted that kind of as a question, you know, who made this guy famous or whatnot. And in my reply, which was, I'll admit, was an attempt at humor, what I said was, and I'll quote this, the same American society that made the Kardashian family famous despite a lack of any discernible talent other than getting dumb black men suckered into falling into their spider web of BS <laughs> that's what I said exactly I mean I I didn't say BS but you can use your imagination there and and maybe a day or so later I get some type a message from Facebook stating, hey basically your comment goes against our community standards on hate speech and infer- in uh, inferiority All right, okay so I, I'm assuming that they didn't say what specifically but you know I'm guessing the part that you know, that he got had an issue with was the "quote unquote" dumb black men part, which okay. So clearly, anybody who had any context to that post or comment or reply, rather, who I, wh- which I just explained to you, and anybody in the group, you know, could see. In no way was my comment intentionally trying to be derogatory towards black men. My comment was being derogatory towards the Kardashian family. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty, pretty clear in that, and I, I think pretty much anybody who watched the show and knows anything about them can probably agree with any sort of rationality. But but with that being said, I did, you know, try to appeal that. And of course it got denied. So it's my warning stood. But it'll still be good to know for myself in that situation and anybody else that's been semi close and similar in that regard. Okay. What exactly are the rules here? Because clearly my comment within the context, if you're reading that, wasn't being Anyway, directly, you know, saying that black men are dumb, just the ones that mess with the Kardashians, but you know, no <laughs> offense to James Harden, but or you know, or anybody like that. But just or, saying, or know.
0: Tristan Thompson,
1: Tristan Thompson, and the, I can't remember his name, but another dude to play for 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 the Nets, Chris something. Um, no offense to any one of those guys or anybody else, you know, in the family. Uh, but but yeah, it wasn't anyway. Derogatory towards black men. It was a Kardashian family. So I, I, I just wish the oversight committee would kind of definitely help when creating more rules in regards to what is or what isn't a problem, and maybe more fairness when it comes to appealing it. Because I, I, I explained my point thoroughly that it wasn't derogatory towards who you think it was, but they clearly didn't care, and my warning stuck. Or stuck. Now, I'm not in jail or anything. I'm obviously still posting and creating stuff or whatnot, but still, come on now.
0: So Jason, it sounds like uh, you were vagued booked by Facebook. Is that the case?
1: I would have to say so um, now now I will say that I went ahead and kind of shared the post again in, in in the group to say, hey, look what happened to me kind of in a well, I don't care what you say I'm gonna post it again and see what you do, which is nothing but 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 yeah, you know again, I was kind of willy-nilly, willy-nilly with that but but yeah, just you know don't be as vague as stuff and you know I mean, sometimes it's obvious, obviously, with with Trump in some cases. But in this case, it's not. But that's just my thoughts on that. But, yeah, definitely good to know that there at least is a oversight committee on Facebook. And I guess Instagram in some ways, now that they're the same company, essentially. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a good thing overall.
0: Yep. And the Facebook oversight board is filled by the Kardashians. So good luck, Jay.
1: Well. yeah, I, I think we. When it comes to Kardashians, that's not the only thing that's filled. If you know what I mean.
0: Oh my! Oh my! Keeping
1: uh, <laughs> keeping yeah. keep keeping everything you know out of the gutter. That's not what I, see, I this, see. This is how I'm gonna get in trouble again. See, hopefully Facebook's not listening to this, and we get our show banned. So, but but for anybody wondering what I meant by that, it had what didn't any, didn't have anything to do with you know certain videos that came out. Back in the early days of Kim Kardashian, it was more just of uh, fillers that fillers as in, you know, plastic surgery, things like that. If You know what I mean? So.
0: Got it. Yeah. I think that's about as clear as mud. Um, you I think you were referring to Chris Humphreys when you were talking about the other guy that was on the Nets at one point.
1: Yes. Thank you. I could not think of I could see his face looking like Blake Griffin, sort of. But I, I couldn't think of his last name. So, yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So I, I, w- I, w- I won't call him Brooke uh, Blake Griffin, because I think actually Chris Humphreys has made a shit ton of money. Uh, but he is, he is, he is a, on the long list of dudes that have been uh, tossed out like yesterday's laundry uh, by the uh, Kardashian enterprise.
1: I think we may have found a topic for episode five. Who <laughs> has mixed with the Kardashians? Who's in that web of BS?
0: Yeah, that doesn't have a wicked jump shot. There we go. True. Episode that.
1: episode five, folks. Listen up.
0: Jeez, yeah. Um, what what else did I want to talk about related to Trump and Facebook? Uh, yeah, basically, don't be saying dumb shit like the election was rigged just because you lost. That I think that's really. I just want to put a button on that. Like, yeah, you you won the election versus Hillary, and all this showed is that. All America really needed was someone not to be Hillary Clinton on the fucking docket for Donald Trump to lose. That's what it took.
1: Facts. Uh, i say absolute facts. I mean, people were ready to vote for Joe Biden, uh, Hence, the, well, which I know people on Trump's side will dispute this, but hence the record number of voters that came out to vote in this election for whatever reason, either for Trump or against him. I think it was really all about that. Compared to the last election, we don't want to make this a political show or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump inciting things, which again had history of during the entire presidency. Again, like I said before, is getting his just desserts with the banning. And I'm sure he'll be back at some point once his indefinite suspension is over. And hopefully, I'd, I'd love to say, hopefully, he'll learn his lesson. But based on what I've seen of him before he even became president, um, I have a feeling that he probably won't.
0: Yeah, I mean, denial has been so baked into that brand at this point that it's it's it it obviously worked for him for a time. It just it wasn't gonna work and it wasn't gonna work. Here, here, here's what cracks me up. If Trump is supposed to be so pro business, how could we have bungled the uh, response to COVID? Like, think about it. Trump was supposed to have all these business bona fides and knew this shit was going to go down, right, with COVID. Like, at that point, it was already here. We may, he may have gotten reelected for all we know. If he just cops to the fact, yeah, that shit is here. Uh, You know, Bezos, uh, Jeff and McKenzie, I'm going to give them both a shout out. Um, I'm gonna need you to put some uh, some uh, chronity restrictions on some of this fucking paper towels out here. So, you know, talk to the Waldens. Say, hey, shit's about to go down. I need you to put some sort of limitations on how how much Dasani I can walk out of this motherfucker. Okay, just something, just some minimum, you know, mitigation. <laughs> and we might not even have a President Biden, but nope. It was all nope. It's gonna be gone. It's gonna be a thing of the past in a couple of months, and that was the biggest line of bullshit. And he paid dearly. And I say, you know what? Serves you right. So, and that's all there is on the Trump train. Well, Casey, hang on. You got anything else?
1: Yeah, I gotta say one more thing. This is so perfect. Based on Donald Trump and what he used to do, Donald Trump, you're fired.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I. That segment would not be complete without that. So, Jason, thank you for that. All right. That concludes the Trump Train segment. Coming up next, Jason and I are going to talk about this petition to get the Tokyo Olympics canceled on Cal Park Bros. What's up, guys? This is Terrence from Cal Park Bros., Thank you for tuning in to the show. As you know, Cal Park Bros is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and any other podcast medium that you can think of. Thank you for listening, and you have a great day. Welcome back to Cal Park Bros. This is Terrence, my co-host is Jason. Jason, now that we've uh, derailed the uh, previous president properly, let's talk about our next thing that we give a shit about, which is apparently there is a petition to have the Olympics canceled.
1: That is correct, sir. Have you not heard about this before?
0: I heard about it. I I heard there was a a petition a couple days ago. I didn't realize it had 300,000 signatures. Why the hell are y'all so mad about this shit?
1: So just to be clear, um, the 300,000 signatures was garnered within about three-day time frame from the petition being posted online. And the petition has actually been signed by Japanese residents, people who live in Japan. Um, it was posted by someone who was running for prime minister, didn't win. But um, so yeah, yeah, posted online for people to sign. And as of yesterday, 300,000 people signed it. Uh, Now, it's good to note though, when it comes to the residents in Japan, the population is about about 120, 130 million, which of course isn't the majority, but it's still a good portion of of the country, okay? Now, it's good to note that the reason why people are signing this petition, why it's there in the first place, is because due to COVID, Japan right now is under a state of emergency because they have apparently a rising number of cases as do other countries in the Asian um, uh, continent. Um, And in actuality, the IOC president was actually supposed to go to Japan for a visit, but that was actually canceled because, again, they're under state of emergency. Now, the first opening date of the Olympics for this year was, is supposed to be July 23rd. So a little over, you know, two and a half months. So, Basically, if they're going to cancel it, it's probably got to happen. You'll think pretty soon because at some point, preparation got to get made for all the athletes to travel over there and whatnot like that. So, me personally, I am actually for the canceling of the of the Olympics. Now, let me go ahead and say also, I'm a huge fan of the Olympics and have been since I was a young kid in middle school and before. You know, back with the U.S. gymnastics, the Dream Team basketball and all the other random sports that you never really see or get into other than every four years uh, during the summer. So even though I'm a fan, given everything still going on with the pandemic, I certainly don't agree with us sending our athletes over there or even having the Olympics all together at all. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea here, in the 2016 Olympics, the United States sent over 558 athletes to the Olympics of that year, which I believe we're in Rio de Janeiro. So if we were to send the same number of athletes over there again, it will be that number plus all the trainers, coaches, and everyone involved sending people over to a country that's in a state of emergency when it comes to the pandemic. And our country itself isn't through the woods when it comes to this either. Even though we're clearly not where we were a year ago or perhaps not as bad off as Japan is right now, again, other Asian countries as well, yeah, this, this doesn't mean we need to be sending people over there making things worse for an event that even though it may be important to some regard, is still a needless event that doesn't have to happen. It's not life or death. Well, I guess that's not really a good thing to say because it, potentially it is. It, 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 basically, the event cannot happen, and people will still be able to survive and, and thrive and whatnot. But we're not going to be making things worse by having an event where athletes from all over the world – send people over i mean obviously we send a lot of athletes but there's other countries that send a lot of athletes to china germany canada you know and you name it so yeah i definitely agree with the petition you know i agree with the petition and agree with the fact that perhaps these olympics should be canceled um i mean the now and obviously if you don't know the olympics happen every four years and last year technically was a the year they were supposed to happen but they are postponed in the thought of, okay, we'll give it a year, see where we're at, and if we can still do it safely, then we'll go ahead and do it. So obviously a year later, Japan doesn't seem to be in a better situation right now, as they are most countries, including us. So even though despite the prime minister and the planners in Tokyo for the Olympics saying they can do things in a safe and secure manner, well, guess what? Things are pretty safe and secure over here now too, right? But are we still clear of this, clear this thing yet? Are people still getting COVID? despite all the vaccines and all of the pre- uh, preventative things we're doing still happening. Right. So again, unfortunately they had a year to, to see where, where we're going to be at with this, but we're not really any better. Thus the Olympics should be canceled. My thoughts, yeah. my opinions. What do you think?
0: Well, Jason, the first thing I'm going to say is what the, if people feel like they don't want to go to the Olympics, if you're an athlete, if you're not, let's just take where we reside for section for a second out of it. If you don't feel comfortable representing your country,
1: don't fucking go. Well, again, let me remind you, this petition is signed by Japanese citizens, not necessarily athletes. Well, I'm sure some of them may be athletes, but yeah, and I, but I do agree with you. If you're an athlete here in this country, you don't want to go, you don't have to. But what I'm saying is they shouldn't be sent over there anyway, and the event should be canceled as well. Two things there.
0: Well... I'm going to disagree with you because I'm looking at this motherfucker right now. It, I see that it may have been initiated by a citizen of Japan, but effectively the thing's gone global. Um, there's, you know, th- almost 330,000 signatures. And my point is, hey, everyone can, is welcome to have an opinion about whether or not they should have the Olympics. Jason, you obviously have an opinion. My opinion is if y'all motherfuckers want to go and represent your country— U.S., wherever. Do your thing. Because, yes, we are still in the middle of COVID. That being said, I do not want to... I do not want people to put their life on hold waiting for some uh, more convenient fucking time um, because we could very well be dealing with the same shit in 2022. So... There, there, there is no perfect, you know, uh, fucking frog path to, to, to step on in which, okay, now everything's cool and now we can a- actually do shit. No, that's not the way real life fucking works, okay? Um, and I say that as someone that has been vaccinated and is still masking up, what I think should happen, you know, t- to- 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 Tokyo citizens are welcome to have an opinion. And hell, so does every other schmuck in the fucking world. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying if Olympians do not feel comfortable going, they should not go. And I I support that. If you also feel comfortable going and representing your country, and your country is effectively backing you and willing to go along with whatever COVID protocols happen to be for the host fucking nation, then they got to let that shit go down. I don't want to hear any bullshit about postponing this because... Much like every other, you know, nation with resources, they they they, you know, you know, Tokyo's had had the same amount of hours in a day and the same amount of time to handle this pandemic. You know,
1: and they haven't clearly so
0: right. And I could see, Jason, if we were talking about fucking India, where obviously things are a lot different there. But and we're and we're not even talking about. The Olympics starting this weekend. We're talking about July. Even the people in Tokyo don't know what it's going to look like come July. Fingers crossed. I hope things certainly uh, cool off. But I am adamantly against canceling any of this shit because you've got Olympians. They've they've trained for this moment, and so as long what? as the, and and. And as long as they're willing to go through whatever the protocols of the host nation happen to be, and they're doing everything on the up and up, it's no different than, oh, COVID's still happening in the United States. Um, and in Japan, clearly. And let me fucking finish. And, and while everything is still happening and everything is not back to normal, life, is, life still has to go on. Like, you're not going to get to this more perfect scenario by just hitting the fucking pause button. You know, this ain't Madden. You know, they, 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 they did what they should have done, which is they said, okay, it's obviously not happening. Summer of 2020, that's off the fucking table. And now what it seems like is that per- people are trying to say, okay, we just need to cancel the whole thing altogether. Um, I don't know of another sport or another athletic scenario on this level that that's being done. I don't. Right. And okay. and it I will let you, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm done. And and shame on you for for saying that somehow the 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 years worth because imagine you've been prepping for this shit for however many years and then you say okay, totally understand. Once in a lifetime fucking pandemic. I'm not going to get to do what the fuck I want to do. I'm not going to get to represent my country. I'm not going to get to compete in my sport of choice where I'm at the top of my fucking game. I get that. But it's a year fucking later. Jason, somebody like you might be saying the same shit a year from now. And we'll just keep kicking the fucking can. And that's absurd. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Oh, is it my turn now? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You can go down. Oh oh, nice, awesome. It's good to be up. Good to be, <laughs> good to be ready. So first of all, let's go ahead and say this: that at this point, there wouldn't be any more postponement. It'll be just done, canceled. This Olympics in Tokyo wouldn't happen. Okay, it'll be pretty much moving on to 2024, and the next city, whatever is hosting at that point, and then that's it. That was the guy, if I recall correctly, that was the guideline given when they post, uh, postponed it last year. That this is it. Like, if it, if it can't happen in summer of 2021, this show ain't happening. Um, so let's get that out there. There's not going to be more postponement. It's going to be done, and that's it for Tokyo, like this running of the Tokyo Games. They may be able to get it down the road after the next, you know, bid is up, but that'd be it, okay? And I definitely get the aspect of, you know, athletes training for four years to get ready for this, and they've already had the delayed a year. And then now possibly happen to not do it at all. I get that completely. Now it totally suck. But guess what? Th- my answer to that may be a little insensitive, but my answer is: so what? Sacrifice had to be made by everybody in the world, I'm sure, but definitely here in the US for sure. And unfortunately for you, this ha- all happened during the year in which you we had to, you know, we we're gonna do this once in every four-year event, and it just happened to be the year you were doing it. And unfortunately, the world altogether hasn't gotten past us enough for us to be able to safely have this event, despite whatever certain people may say. And given, and, and and I think it's really more important the fact that the host nation they're the ones that having the state of emergency right now, even though we're not. So perhaps that's what needs to be looked more more into in regards to what's going on in their country. Yes, yeah, easy. Like and you were saying, it's, it's easy to say, hey, you know, if the athletes are willing to follow. Protocols by that country, or if they're willing to go, if or if they don't want to go, then that's fine. Well, well, again, like I said before, there's protocols and guidelines that are supposed to happen in this country, but yet somehow people are still getting, you know, infected, whatnot, despite the vaccine, despite masking, despite hand hand washing, despite distancing, despite things not being open to full capacity, people are still getting it because safety measures. Aren't 100% perfect, and I get what you're saying about kicking the can and you know and all stuff like that. But it's not about kicking the can; it's about what's going on right now, and that's it. So again, to any athlete who is supposed to be in the Olympics, if you know if this gets canceled, again, sorry for you, but guess what? Ain't just about you, okay? Because because then we're also talking about talking about this. People going, our athletes going over there and trying to be safe and whatnot, and then coming back over here. Well, guess what? Now Johnny Q has, has, has COVID and now he gave it to somebody else and it's spread more that way. you know and, and that's what we have to start thinking about again, infection rates in Japan, state of emergency, so obviously they're dealing with that. So why are we sending people over there, possibly making their situation worse and then getting us thrown back into a place we would want to be? You mentioned, you mentioned India. If anyone remembers back when the height or when the U.S. and every other, everybody else was in the height of their COVID numbers, India was looking great. People were shocked, like, how's a country of one, one and a half billion people not having problems with this? They were doing great, but from what my insiders tell me when it comes to that country, what happened was people got lax, citizens got lax, the government got lax. So so then those things weren't being prevented. people People weren't really taking full measures of things when it comes to staying safe. So then it started coming back to Biden. And that's why they are now where we were uh, perhaps a year ago. So why will we do anything for well, I don't want to just put it on the United States. why 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 is even the Olympic Committee, and they, they still could cancel it after today, but why would they you? They are still... not
0: fucking canceling this, Jason. Well, well you whatever. are talking a fantasy.
1: Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. But, but my, okay, fine. Well, my point is that if you're going forward with this event, why are you risking potentially putting another country in the same situation that India is, percentage wise, when we don't have to? It's not required. It's not needed. Okay. And again, I talk, I'm just talking about from the, Olympic committee, chair, board, whatever it may be. That's what we need to start thinking about. Now, again, if they do have this event, and I know you feel confident that they're not going to cancel it, and I, I partially agree with you, but that's one thing we need to start thinking about. Is this event going to be a super spreader event? Even if, even if they don't have any fans there, is this going to turn out to be a super spreader event? Because you're going to have i, I – I'm sure I can look this up. The typical number of athletes there potentially – which again is going to be like 560 just from our country alone. Is it really worth having a super spreader event potentially just for this needless event that doesn't have to happen? Uh, yeah, again, I don't want really to use the life or death thing anymore because obviously, if this happens, it could be life or death for somebody. So, but but you guys get my point. It, it's not it's not a required necessary, uh, necessary event. It does not need to happen. So people need to do the right thing. I don't know what the time frame is when it comes to when it has to be decided if it's going to happen or not. But again, it's only two and a half months away from the opening ceremonies or whatever. So at some point I'd say probably the next month or so, something needs to happen. If it's going to get canceled or not, make a decision. Oh, Hey, guess what? It's your turn to talk now. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was too busy waiting on my turn to talk. I forgot what you said. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, Part of the protocol should be, number one, what's your status before you fucking get on the plane to go to Japan? And also part of that equation should be, what's your status before they even let you get on the plane to go back to your home country? So that's part of the protocols I'm talking about. You're you're talking about a hypothetical scenario that I've already fucking addressed it's fucking crazy. There's no way in fucking hell LeBron's getting on a fucking plane. Or uh, Durant or any of the guys in the fucking basketball squad. Or, listen, forget the next dream team. Just regular, regular deg- Olympian X. There is no fucking way they're letting them get on that plane without some sort of status or proof of vaccination or something. They're not. Why? Because that's how we fucking ended up with COVID here from other places in the first place. You know? They were so fucking worried about um, it coming from China. They were letting motherfuckers from all of the uh, European companies uh, not companies, countries come here willy-nilly no questions asked. And that's how we ended up, you know. that's That's how Italy got fucked up. That's, you know. You know, assuming that I had contracted COVID, there's no fucking telling what flavor of it I got, because we, we were so xenophobic about China, or the border in fucking Mexico. We didn't think about, uh, you know, you know, p- uh, people from other countries and what they may have brought over here. You know, that's the short sightedness of uh, of xenophobia. Anybody. On the first off, I guarantee you, Olympians are asking these questions. Like, listen, I want to go. I need some. I need some assurances. I need to make sure y'all shit is tight. Like, what are we walking into? What precautions? What do I need to bring with me? If you're an Olympian, you should absolutely be asking these questions of your your governing body, your country, United States, wherever. But you're posing it out there as if those questions and those protocols aren't going to be a part of this equation. I just think that's absurd, Jay. I just do. Um, And, you know, and I'm not trying to, to denigrate anybody to sign this petition or anybody that thinks they need to cancel it. But all these people aren't from Japan. And that's okay. It's okay to have an opinion about whether or not we should have the, have the Olympics or not. Just understand that your opinion may not win out. That's what I need people to understand. I also um, want people to to, uh, to 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 be alive to the fact that the IOC is not going to fucking change their mind. Like you can say it's not worth it. It's not worth it to, to host this event. We have no fucking idea what this might do financially to Japan if this fucking thing doesn't get hosted. And since I'm not covering the difference, neither are you, <laughs> Um, it's not really for us to say if it should be held. So, that's all I got on that.
1: Well, Okay, yeah, and that, and that, you know, what? and that's fair. That's fair. I definitely can recognize the the possible financial impact by not having the Olympics there, which I'm sure is already affected by not having you know spectators coming. But even if, even even if two thirds of that 300,000 signatures is people people from Japan, that's still the citizens telling you that they don't care about the financial impact. They don't want you know their situation getting worse because it's not looking good right now. And, and I definitely agree with you that people shouldn't get their hopes up about the IOC canceling, at least not because of the petition. But the one thing I will say is that you know perhaps the IOC should listen to the people of Japan when it comes to if they don't want it to happen. Maybe need to figure something out when it comes to canceling the event. and Maybe do what you got to do to get it, you know, something in the future. Okay. Um, but, again, overall, I do agree with you. It's likely they're not going to cancel him because probably partially because the financial aspect of it and other things as well. But does that mean they shouldn't? Does that mean they can't? Does that mean they won't? I don't know. And I agree with you when it comes to precautions, when it comes to you know checking people before they get on the plane uh, to Japan and checking them again before they get on the plane back to whatever country they're going uh, coming from. Are going to, but that doesn't stop them from from contracting stuff while they're there, spreading it around to somebody else who lives in Japan. And you know, as as you're mentioning LeBron and all of the players in the NBA, one thing I I will say is, i you know what I'll feel a lot better about, and even though I know it's not about me me feeling better, that if they get whatever staff was down there making sure that nobody in the NBA uh, NBA bubble for the playoffs this past year making sure none of them got COVID and kudos to them because from what I have been understanding is that while they were down there for however many months they were there for the playoffs, nobody got COVID, nobody, zero positive tests I think between them and even the National Hockey League. So so, if they or tell me tomorrow that all the staff from those two leagues were going over the, to Japan, at least for the amount of the U.S. athletes, you know what, I feel a whole lot better. Because I know that they're doing whatever happened down there in Orlando where they were for the NBA and wherever they were holding theirs for uh, the NHL. If I knew they were going there to Japan to watch our athletes, I'd feel a lot better. But I know that's not not the case. Now, I, again, I, I do so trust that are the athletes to do what they can to not get things. But it ain't perfect. You know, so I'm just looking at it from the fact that we're going to be adding all these extra people, precautions or not, to this. Hot, uh, potential hotbed for you know for uh, for of COVID right now. You know, I hate to say that about Japan. Sorry, but that's just my big concern. There is adding all these potential people to the hotbed of COVID and not necessarily bringing anything back to to this country, which is, is possible, but maybe not likely. But then also spreading it around in, in Japan's home country, and making it worse for them. That's just my concern there. You know, so just thinking about somebody else other than the people of this country. You know, that—that's that's it.
0: Is it possible that you can still live your life and still be cognizant and a willing ally in trying to combat COVID? Globally, is my question to you, Jason.
1: Can you live your life and still be an ambassador for... I mean, well, sure. But is not part of that also not willy-nilly doing stuff that's going to make things worse? Well, there's a fucking sliding scale,
0: dude. What the fuck is willy-nilly? I mean, we're we're talking about still being able to conduct business personally and professionally. There is an international component to that for any enterprise, and in the case of the Olympics, that involves flying. You know, that's another thing, too. We have no fucking clue you know, what the the setup's going to be in terms of how many fans are going to be there, um, are going to be allowed, you know, to even be in Japan for this. And it was one of those things where it's like, well, we'll, well, maybe they need to listen to people. I'm like, a petition, a petition in of itself is not enough. Even with 300,000 signatures, this is what I fucking hate about the um, media. That's what I hate about the news in general, is that there's a story. But if you look at the nuance, which we talked about this earlier in the show, 300,000 signatures. Yeah, on the surface, that seems a lot. 105 million fucking adults in Japan. There's going to be varying levels of, um, you know, comfort level, you know, being, you know, in, you know, engaging in society. And make no mistake about it, the United States is absolutely in a state of fucking emergency. We're just not calling it that anymore. Why? Because that is also part of the mission, which is actually getting you to feel comfortable coming from out under of your fucking shell. Because the economy is dependent on us not being hermits for 2021
1: and 2022. See, it's not about, well, first of all, let me say this. When it comes to fans being allowed at the Olympics, uh, reading a couple of articles that, well, as they put it, foreign fans aren't able to travel to the US, uh, Japan for the Olympics. What do you mean by,
0: what what do you mean by foreign, Trump Jr.? What do you mean by that?
1: Basically, Japan saying that anybody coming from outside of the country, other than obviously the athletes, like spectators, if you're not living or from Japan, you're not going to be able to travel to Japan to be a spectator at the Olympics. So I haven't found anything when it comes to the number of fans that will be allowed if you are from Japan. But I've everything I was seeing saying that they're not allowing visitors from abroad. Put it that way. Um, so there's that. And... You know, so I guess in some way that's a measure at least. Um, but and, and granted, this is something they announced uh, two months ago when it comes to not having fans from abroad. So they're on top of the game when it comes to that. Um, can't say I'm surprised at that decision because it, it makes complete sense. But but and, and again, going back to what you keep saying multiple times about the whole living life and not trying to you know trying to move forward when it comes to 2022. You can still do all that without doing stuff that's not necessary. There's a reason why in this country, for a good period of time, fans weren't even allowed to be in attendance at certain sports venues here at all. Like I was going to go to Boston last month to to see White Sox versus Red Sox, go to Fenway Park for the first time, see that historical stadium. But I couldn't wind up going because the city of Massachusetts, or rather the state of Massachusetts, didn't allow fans at any sporting arenas until like two or three weeks before I was going to go. And by that point, it was almost impossible to get tickets. So so yeah. So with that being said, even in our own home country, we're not even some places aren't still restricted to allow fans, you know, when it comes to having the certain full capacity or not having it at all. I know certain states right now they're doing full capacity at their stadiums. Again, some are still restricted, including here in Indiana. And I know they're in Chicago, they're not allowing full stadiums yet. Yet we're going to start flying athletes over to other sporting venues in other countries just to have an event that, that again ain't necessary, um, and it's not like it's affecting. It, it, again, I definitely understand the Bulls obviously you know not having a season or having fans affects their you know financials, and that's a country here in the United States. But you know we're not. You know, No one on the American side, as far as LeBron James, he's not losing money necessarily if he doesn't go to the Olympics. I'm, there may be some type of bonus, but I doubt it. But guess what? I'm sure he's going to be fine if he doesn't get that. I'm sure Chris Paul's going to be fine if he doesn't go to the Olympics or whoever else is going. They're not losing money. They're good. So, so again, us – the Olympics even being held is really just helping Japan out, which is what it is, but it's helping them out financially. Is it really helping them out any, anywhere else. If this helps spread out, uh, spread around the disease even more. And again, I I do agree that in two months, you know, things could be a lot better. But this is a decision that had to to be made now, or at least probably sometime in June. So maybe if they're still dealing with the state of emergency stuff in June, maybe that's when, hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be going there, especially if you're the ALC president and you're already canceling a trip to go there because you're in the state of emergency. So if you're not willing to go there, but yeah, we're going to send 600 people from our country over there. So, so again, that alone, if the see president's not willing to go there, maybe he himself should say, well, if I'm not willing to go there, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, encouraging having this event to send thousands of other people over there as well. So,
0: Fair enough. Well, we will wait and see, and hopefully we'll have a chance to see some sense of normalcy, not just in our own states and country, but also, in, you know, In other countries as well
1: yeah this may be a good one to revisit in a couple of months uh, depending on what they what they happen so look out for this one say an episode you know 20 or whatever it might be so (laughs) right
0: all right coming up next we're going to talk about protein powders nutritional supplements are they actually helpful or are they just pretty much hype coming up next on cow park bros
1: Necessarily to drink," said Terrence. Never. Hey, everybody! This is Jason here at the Cal Park Bros. Just wanted to step in here real quick and let you guys know, just in case you didn't know just yet, and I don't know how you don't, but Cal Park Bros. We have pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just go to any one of those pages and search Cal Park Bros. C A L P A R K B R O S. And we'll be there like us, share us, followers, you know the drill. But then also we do have an email address set up to where you can submit any feedback that you have, good or bad, comments, questions, concerns, or also submit any topic ideas that you might want to hear us talk about on the show. And the email address is simply cowparkbros at gmail.com. And now back to the show.
0: back to Cal Park Rose. This is Terrence with you. my co-host Jason. Jason, the last segment brought home the fucking gold.
1: <laughs> Let's keep bringing gold every time.
0: Yes, sir. All right. On this segment, we talk about protein powders and nutritional supplements and whether or not they're bullshit or they actually have some sort of efficacy. Um, Jason, I know uh, we've definitely talked about uh, protein shakes and crazy ass vitamin promotions and shit like that. Um, and I know you've definitely got a strong opinion about it. So what are your thoughts on most of this stuff that you see on the market?
1: So I, like many others who, you know, work out and do th- uh, things like that. I, of course, was a user of protein powders and things like that. Um, thinking they were the holy grail to, you know, build the muscle and, Looking like Schwarzenegger or anything like that. Um, and you know, as far as protein source wise, obviously they'll have a protein source that you're looking for when it comes to having 20, 30 grams of of each of that in each serving or whatnot. Uh but I'd say at this point that they are completely pointless and needless, to be honest with you, because the same nutrients that, well, or nutrients that you might find in a protein powder, you can get that same stuff from real food, and it's going to be probably more caloric, you know, more calories that you're looking for anyway, uh, and it's not as processed, which pretty much protein powders are, you know. So I always recommend to anybody stick to eating whole foods, you know, things like that, things that aren't processed or pro- you know, minimally processed things like that. If you can, you know, if you're, obviously if you're in a produce area, you know, you know, obviously the stuff there, you'll be good. But if you're going more in the aisles of, you know, buying anything packaged or canned or anything like that, if you can't look at the ingredients list and if you can't, you know, read everything there and pronounce it, or if you don't know what it is, then guess what? You probably don't need to be eating it because it probably wasn't anything really meant for us necessarily. And that's what protein powders are. Like most people, if you look at the back of a protein powder jug, I, I I will be willing to say that 95% of the people reading that will have no idea what any of that stuff is. Can't even pronounce it. No idea what it is. They just look at the back of it and say, oh, 30 grams of protein. Let me get this. And again, I get it. I mean, I, although I, I do think, you know, the protein, you know, hype in this country is vastly overrated. Still, overall, I think protein powders, and to some degree, I, I would even include nutrient supplements in this too. They're really kind of pointless. Now, if you're someone who has like a protein, or not protein, but like a nutrient deficiency of some kind, then okay, maybe I can see using those supplements to help you out there. Because at the end of the day, it's all about you know, you know, making sure you're, you're you know nourished and getting all the right vitamins and minerals. But again, I say, all those vitamins and minerals you need can be found in actual real food, as opposed to again something you find in a jar and a jug. And then then also when it comes to people who buy this pre-workout and post-workout, I I still really don't get that at all. There's so many better things you can get for energizing your workouts that are so much better than something that's going to amp up your heart rate exponentially for no reason whatsoever. I mean, I'm sure people might have seen the story where, granted, he was taking too much of it, where some guy almost died because he overdosed on pre-workout. Yeah, that's legit. So, again, he was overdosing it, so, but still. But the main thing is, if you're taking that stuff in too high dosage, yeah, that might make you have some health issues. But still, what's it doing to you in small doses, especially when you don't need it? Real food, never nothing processed, nothing in a jug like that, protein powder or otherwise, is going to be better than getting your, what you need from real food. And, again, you can get everything you need from real food. That's my word. I'm not a I'm not a licensed nutritionist yet, and again, yet. But I'm telling you, you can get everything you need from food. Protein powders and other stuff like that are total BS. Don't eat them. Eat food. Hashtag that.
0: So, Jason, are you trying to say that everything special about me came out of a bottle?
1: So I have several issues with that statement. One of them. <laughs> one of them would. would pretty much me be agreeing that you're special and, <laughs> and I, I don't know if I want to go say that yet. I mean, it's been 30 years. I don't know if I'm ready to, to say that yet. Um, and the other one about you coming out of a bottle that, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's what, what you meant, but, um, yeah, we're not going to go there on this show, but I guess we already kind of did. So
0: yeah, it definitely sounds like you're going there. Um, so yeah, I would say, and my, my, Listen, my my nutritional uh, journey has, uh, has seen peaks and valleys and everything in between. It's like a fucking roller coaster. I've been 400 pounds in my 30s. And right now I'm down to 275. So I've seen it all. I've done it all. Um, and I am living proof that it's probably better to be lucky than good. Um, but I tend to steer somewhere in the middle, which is supplements, if used actually fucking properly, uh, can actually um, you know guide an already established foundation uh, for uh, for uh, nutritional health. Um, I've definitely gone down the road of oh man, I'm gonna you know go totally almost eighty percent liquid diet, um, and then I proceed to go uh, ape shit and gorge myself on things that, frankly, undermine my health. You know, I just end up binge eating later (laughs) at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Um, But I've also, you know, been on, on the other end where Jason is talking about, where you probably are better off in the long run if you just have more controlled portions. You know, I definitely do not advocate for starving one's self because ultimately that's a road to lunacy Um, and you'll end up in a long, in a long scheme of things, you'll end up failing miserably and you'll be probably worse off than when you started. Um, But my best successes have been when I've actually had, you know, some moderation in terms of portion control uh, and also, you know, a really die hard, you know, steady, steady uh, schedule for working out. Also, big proponent of drinking water uh, I'm not one of these guys that says oh you need to drink like you know a jug of water a day but uh, probably more more water intake is good for all of us so yeah that's that's been my experience is that you should dabble in them you should not be reliant on them because ultimately supplement you think about the term supplement as a verb not a noun it's meant to Assist in something already happening, but it's not, it's never going to work if it's doing the lion's share of the work. It is not a, you know, I, I, I subscribe to the, don't expect anything to work harder for your personal nutritional uh, goals than, than you do. So.
1: So, First of all, shout out to you, man, um, for getting down the uh, in the 270 area when it comes to your weight. Uh, I knew some years when you were in the low 300s, and I was definitely concerned for you then. Uh, I don't think I ever realized that you were actually 400 pounds. Um, and no matter what age you are, I'm definitely glad you've made it past that. Um, but so again, kudos to you for being where you're at. Hopefully, I'm not sure what your goals are exactly, but hopefully, you've already reached them and looking to surpass them. If you haven't reached them yet, hopefully, get there with no issues, man. But again, kudos to you for that. Thank you, Jason. Uh, no, no problem. That's the last compliment I'll give you. But um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. Exactly. You know, you know, if especially for somebody, I think who has a pretty structured regiment when it comes to working out things like that, then I kind of feel like if you can put the regimen into that, then clearly I think you can put the regimen into just actually consuming actual food, you know, consuming your water, things like that. The protein powders, eh, again, it's just a game that you don't really need to get into. As someone who's now been off of it, you know, and other processed stuff for the most part, and again, of course, you know, not with the protein powders, but of course I, I do eat stuff that's not, you know, that's, that is processed, I, not, you know, on occasion. You know, like when I go to a restaurant every so often, I might have it then. But as far as what I bring into my home, it's all whole foods, man. Try to get rid of the processed stuff. You'll do yourself a whole big favor when it comes to just general health as well. Protein powders, no different. Um, now, with that, I'll say as well, you know, if you are going to use them, moderate portion control, things like that, which, like you said earlier, it's about how to, how to use stuff properly, you know. And... I kind of feel like there are a lot of people out there that I know and have seen with my own eyes, perhaps maybe, I don't want to say abuse them, but definitely when it comes to, you know, consuming three or four protein shakes a day, and that's what you are using to get your caloric intake, then that's not good. Just because it has 30 grams of protein in it, that you're going to kind of sub that out for an actual meal and make that most of your meal. No, man, you ain't got to do that. Definitely, like you said before, definitely not advocating at all for starving yourself. You know what I mean? Definitely not encouraging that. Never will, never do that. Or or as you said, going on the liquid diet, definitely don't be doing that stuff. Like I said, real food. You can have your water, but consume real food. You'll get all the protein, all the fat, all the carbs you need, the vitamin A, D, C, you know, B, A, whatever, you know, iron, magnesium, potassium, all that stuff. There's plenty of good sources to get that stuff in real actual actual food. And any of the stuff that you for whatever reason can't get from the actual food. They do have actual supplements, vitamin supplements for that. But that definitely shouldn't be the mass intake of calories and vitamins and supplements you get a day from that type of stuff. Real food, man. Nothing beats it. And and guess what? Real food tastes good, too. You know, there's plenty of real food out there that you probably like, plenty of real food that you don't like. But if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. Like me personally, I can't stand lettuce and beets. Can't stand them. Beets, I can't stand the smell of them. So guess what? I don't eat them. Even though there's plenty of good nutritional value to both those things, maybe not lettuce so much, but beets, even though there's nutritional value to them, I don't like them, so I don't eat them. You know what I mean? But but plenty of stuff to get in real food. Just focus on that. You'll be good to go. Slow up on the protein powders or even get rid of them altogether, and, and you'll still be good to go. I promise none of your gains will be lost. You'll be good to go. In fact, you might even get more muscle, more muscle to you, more leanness to you, if that's what you're looking for, you'll be you'll be just fine. And again, I'll say, I'm not a licensed licensed nutritionist yet, again yet, but I know I know a little bit of stuff. So real food, you're good.
0: True that. And I applaud you for uh, aspiring to inform others on the power of nutrition.
1: Hey man, like I said, it's 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 definitely. You know, when I talk to some people online or some groups uh, groups that I'm in, you know, you have certain people who join the group, and there's the health and fitness groups or or Forks Over night groups, you know, whole food plant-based eating groups, and a lot of them have no clue on they they join the group, asking questions about I have no clue where to start, and even though it may seem obvious to me, I think okay, this person's coming in with a true need when it comes to figuring out what to do so they can make themselves healthy or more healthful rather. For whatever reason, either because they have health problems, or they don't want to go down the road of having health problems, or they have a history, a family history of it, and they want to again avoid that. So I see all these people with these with this need for help, and I'm like, well, I have a passion for this stuff, but I want to be able to be educated enough and licensed to do it. So you know that's why I'm kind of looking into going down that road. But but the passion comes from I just see people that need some help, and I I kind of feel like in some regard that used to be me. They used to be other people, people I know, and and I guess in some regard. I guess, for what you're what you're saying, they used to be you, you know. So, you know, yeah, I definitely had that passion just because I want to help people. I think health is very important. Um, you know, not that I'm I'm perfect in perfect health or anything. I'm, you know, at least I don't think. In some regards, I am, I think, but not always. But you know, I definitely think overall health is important. I've lost some family because uh, due to health, some friends due to health. Hopefully, I'm glad this looking like it's not going to be you anymore. I'm definitely glad about that, but definitely that's why that passion comes from. So I definitely love to help people um, as best as I can, as much as I can. Looking to get better, of course, myself personally, so I can be that example. Um, you know, may not be much of an example of it in any other way in life, but that's definitely one that uh, I hope that I can be. True that.
0: Yeah, we're definitely promoting not only uh, physical uh, health but also the mental side of it as well so
1: oh for sure definitely whether it's physical health or mental health if you feel like you need improvement in either situation definitely seek out the help and advice you need on both regards because both i'd say are very equally important having one but not the other doesn't really do the body any good so definitely physical mental health get it both in check get the help you need seek it out don't be afraid don't be shy don't be embarrassed because guess what People you might feel embarrassed about knowing you have problems with, with those may have the same similar problems, or at least they might have used to have done so. So definitely speak out, say something if you need help in both categories, and definitely hope, uh, hope you do if you need it. Sure
0: that. All right. Jason, thank you for your thoughts. Coming up on the final segment of the show, Jason and I will give our final thoughts uh, as we wrap up another episode of Cow Park Rose. No, 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 I'm doing a thing and yes, you care. Jason, that concludes episode four. Any final thoughts before we wrap this motherfucker up?
1: And hey, I tell you what, folks, man, this has been a huge pleasure to be to do this show with my buddy Terrence. It's, uh, I think we said it before, we never really expected much from the show other than just two guys having fun talking about stuff they talk about anyway. Um, but definitely, just in the four weeks we've been doing this, the show's grown a lot when it, when it comes to social media feedback we've gotten, the emails. Um, you know, all the platforms we're on now, which has been amazing. Um, I think I made a post about it on my personal page that never in a million years that I think that my voice would be heard on Amazon or on iTunes, on Spotify or on iHeartRadio. So it's been pretty, pretty cool for me to be able to say that now my voice can be heard on all four of them and, and like six or seven other platforms as well. And maybe even more to come, um, but that's all because you guys are listening. If nobody listened to the first episode, that might have you know, stunted the growth of the show or if it even kept going at all. But you guys have been listening and giving us the feedback. And as always, that we say on every episode, we thank you for guys for listening. And after episode four drops, keep listening to episode five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, like I always say, and hopefully you know the hashtag now, make sure you love us, like us, follow us, and share us. Because if you like us, why wouldn't you?
0: That's a great line. <laughs> I, I need to I need to literally put that in a quote. <laughs> says, famous famous philosopher and nutritionist Jason says,
1: "Like us, love us, follow us, or and share us, because if you like us, why, why would you? Why would you? Why would you? That that is a hashtag, bro. I'll put it in posts out there so people have seen it. So hopefully, make that grow because it makes sense to me. So,
0: my final thoughts uh, for this episode four and this week. Are for the mothers that listen to the show. We hope you had a great Mother's Day weekend. Hope those in your life uh, showed their appreciation to you, uh, whether it was something that they they bought, or if it was something that they made for you, or maybe it was a kind word. Um, you know, you guys make the universe go round. So, uh, and my last thought is fucking a right. We're on Apple Podcasts. Um, My goal is to effectively make it so that any app that you actually utilize that you can view, uh, that you can listen and engage with the show on your way, on your terms. So if there's a reason, there's any reason that, hey, I usually use this type of app uh, to check out podcasts and you don't see us, please let me know. I want to rectify that for you as soon as I can. So but the, the the engagement's been great. Um, I love being challenged, man. I'm not really comfortable putting myself out here like this. Um, and frankly, I love the fact that well, one, I I got I got over my my fear of doing this, and just fucking did it. Um, and it's easy to do that when you got you know, you got you you got your partner in crime from three hours away. So I love that. We've been able to build something that we're excited about. Like, I fucking love uh production production meeting night because I'm like, all right, we are about to build the best fucking mousetrap of all time. And I'm really starting to feel like it's just it's more it's more of a reason to do things we should already be doing. Like knowing what the hell's going on when it comes to the big social media platform knowing what comes what comes to going on with uh, the Olympics you know knows what it what comes to going on with you know nutrition and we can share our stories and we hope you sh- you can share your stories with us as well for fans of the show all right that concludes episode 4 of Cal Park Bros I'm Terrence. and that's Jason and we are signing off peace out folks
1: Like us, love us, share us, follow us. And if you like us, why wouldn't you?